Hello, everyone. Welcome to Get in the Garage. We're a music podcast. For music lovers, I'm Mike, your host here with... I'm Luke. Are we recording? We are recording. That's great. We're hot. We're live. Uh, We don't have Jeff, though. No Jeff. Bummer summer. Sans Jeff. Sans Jeff. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, He had some last minute things come up, so it'll be just the two of us. Just two of us? Just Um, the two of us. We can make it if we try. You know, I had to work today, guys. Yeah. And I got home, and there was a package on my step. Um, I want to tell Michael a little story here. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of your mom's house podcast. Um, and I love the co host, Christina P. She posts these great Instagram stories every day that are kind of like the most depraved uh, people on TikTok. Um, and she puts them on her Instagram. Um, this other guy, um, she started posting uh, Patrick Howe on Instagram. That's uh, just Patrick Howe, one all the way through. Yep. If you want to give that a follow. Um, and he also posts some like world star hip hop style uh TikToks and you know things to his stories and yep. they're really great. So I gave him a follow, um, and he messaged me on Instagram and uh, told me he produced beats and um, mm. he has a record out. And I bought his record and I wanted to share it with everybody here because he sent me a like the and I'm telling you it's like one of the best packages I've ever gotten in yeah. the mail. Um, so follow. I want to first shout out again Patrick Howe on Instagram um, and on Bandcamp. Yeah, we'll um, find his tag too. I'll I'll put it in. Yeah, if I on, can. on Bandcamp, his artist name is uh, Red Heads. It's R E D H E A D. So check that out. And I want to show you guys what I got here. So I got this great 10 inch record, uh, Red Head 2015 Coke Flow, um, and then Dark Blue on the B side. Um, it's awesome. It's a great, you know, great produced beats, awesome stuff. Yeah, you were playing someone I got here. It's some cool, like lo-fi. Yeah, it's, it's kind like of beats. It's re- yeah, it's good. It's, it's really, great. really good. I really, really enjoy it. Um, any fan of hip hop, like check this out. He does great production, great beats. I just, I love it. And here's the rest of this awesome box, guys. Let's let's bring it up on the table. Let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. Take that record out. All right. So first of all, I got some Supreme Chapstick, guys. Cherry flavored too. Cherry flavored. Nice. Dope. Um. You know, we got we got the wrap here. We got the raw papers. Yeah. You know, can't go wrong. We got uh, a cassette of the release. Amazing. Um, these awesome glasses that like kind of turn everything trippy when you look at the lights. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's pretty intense. I'm it's, not pr- gonna lie. it's pretty great. These glasses are. Probably, they hurt my eyes earlier. These are the biggest thrill you could probably ever get. Yeah. These, I love these. Killer. So those are cool. I got like this awesome Britney Spears sticker of her stabbing the SUV. Uh, with the umbrella, great. right? Right. It's uh, you know, I got look a bunch at this. of cool stickers. The you know some handmade stuff here. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I also got this nice little um, it's got a pin on it. It's got a little thing in here. Ooh. Redhead, you see that right on there. And then we got like a blacked out cassette, which is super dope. Um, I haven't played this one yet. And it's all blacked out. It's really cool. Check yeah, it out. You can't cool. even see the tape on the inside. Yeah, huh? It's it's super yeah, even up against the light. Yeah, you can't see anything. It's really cool. You can't tell nice. what's it's rewound. You can't tell what's the A and the B side. Some very cool stuff there. And then we also got the redhead release on uh Oh, obviously the redhead release, but what am I saying? It's the the blue release on the blue cassette. Yeah. And it's it's just really cool stuff. Like the attention to detail in this box is awesome. Yeah, people take notes. This it's is what like, the, when you're ordering like a record from like an independent artist or something like that. Like this is this is like the nicest box I've ever yeah. received. Look at this killer. If you order anything from my boy Redhead, he will send you the dopest shit. Look at this. I got this cool, like, pin. It's got, like, the Marlboro logo on it. I love it. All this stuff in here is super cool. I got Yeah, all sets. that play on, yeah, man. Uh, on stuff with and the Marlboro even, and the... It even had, like... There was um, another one, wasn't there? That was, like, oh, like, uh, yeah, Newport's. Like, this is this a sticker? Yeah, it's, like, this, it's the um the stamp on, like, a Newport Yeah. It's sticker. It's dope. It's really cool stuff Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, check out Redhead on Bandcamp. Um, his, I, I believe that's where his stuff is. If you want to get it, um, produces beats. Um, and it's Patrick Howe on Instagram. Check it out. Dude sent me some awesome stuff and the releases, the music is like, it's really, really good. It's great hip hop. It's all great. Like underground stuff that should be like huge and giant or at least it's stuff I haven't heard of. I love the whole re- release. Um, it's got like different, um, different rappers. 
or yep. different MCs on everything. I really, really liked it. It's really, really cool. Um, check that out, man. Redhead. Yeah, check it out. And thank wasn't you. Wasn't there? Uh, thank you for the awesome package, man. And thank you for reaching out to me. Cause wasn't it, was, it a it friend really cool. of Redhead though that also? Well, he um, told me to check out his his other boy there, which I'm gonna get his name up here in a minute. Yeah. Um, and he was like, check my boy out, and I was like, oh yeah, man. And it was just really cool to you know connect with people. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, Brain Orchestra is his is his boy. So check out Brain Orchestra. He's okay. also got a bunch of releases and vinyl out, and I listened to uh, some of that stuff as well, and I was super yeah. into that too. It's just awesome stuff. Cool. Um, hip hop out in New Jersey, hip hop rap New Jersey. Check it out, Redhead. Love it. Love it. Nice. Cool. All right. Um, oh, well, you know, Michael. Yes. It's about time to kick off that intro. Okay, let's kick off the intro. Yes. We can hear uh, Michael giggle and laugh at the end. <laughs> at the end. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get it. Grab your liquid death. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> you got to love it. Pretty great. It's the cackle. Right on. So welcome to Get in the Garage. Get in the garage. And happy birthday to Paul McCartney. Yeah, man. I'm a Beatle man. <laughs> pew pew pew. I like it. <laughs> right? It's not bad. It's, it's not bad. I've it's been working on my Paul McCartney. <laughs> uh do you know how old Paul McCartney is going to be? The, I believe the Liverpoolian is hitting uh his eightieth decade around <laughs> the sun. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Well accomplished, still doing his thing. Yeah, Paul McCartney's you know? 80, still yeah. releasing records. Yeah, man, but I mean, he's, you know, he's doing his thing. Uh, what, what did, he, what did, we, uh, what did we watch recently? One day we're going to have to review a, probably a modern Paul McCartney record. Are you ready? Yeah, I've, I mean, I feel like I'm ready. Are you ready for the day? Because I'm going to be honest with you guys, like, because we've been keeping up on the record reviews, like we've been really getting into it, and I'm yeah. getting hard on the modern music. Um, this show is really going to be like two old old three older guys like trying to get you into modern music but yeah um you know it's it's gonna be interesting because uh you know i don't think i've been a fan that big of a fan of a paul mccartney release in a while um so it's gonna be interesting is all i'm saying yeah i mean i would say that my experiment experience with listening to paul mccartney is that of like i listen to ram i listen to the first album that's pretty much the extent of it. Yeah. I haven't really dived into, but I can't. I can't give like an honest uh, thoughts about later catalog Paul McCartney stuff. Right. Only on the basis that I haven't listened to it, but I would imagine. I like the standards album quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I like that one. Okay. Um, Memory almost full. I think is uh, got like, like a couch on the cover. I did like that record quite a bit. It was kind of like yeah. more Beatlesy. That's why. But yeah, um, yeah. You know, it'll be uh, it'll be some interesting times. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'm a Ram guy probably. If I have to pick a favorite one, me too. Yeah, all day long. It's just so good. It's my favorite Paul McCartney record. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like it's also one of my favorite summer records too. So, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, because I do, I do tend to play that one in the. I love it. A hot day. Summer. It's super like psychedelic and it's summery. Got a lot of. Oh, Monkberry Moon Delight. Okay, come on, man. <laughs> Every Everybody that hasn't heard the song Monkberry Moon Delight. Le- le- listen to it. Do yourself the favor. It's one of it. my favorite songs. Everybody I've showed that song to, I'm like, you got to listen to the song. And then after I play it for them, they're like, oh, probably a week, month later, they're like, that song is so great. Yeah. It's so great. It is. It's a I'm killer. Like, it's, it's, it's a pure killer. Paul McCartney. But yes. uh, So anyway, happy birthday to Paul McCartney. Happy birthday, Paul. Happy um, birthday, yeah. Yeah, right on. Um, speaking of moldy oldies, we're going to go back in time, and we're going to celebrate a 50-year anniversary today. I'm really excited to talk about this. As am I. Because uh, for being like the classic rock guys that we are, yeah. I was, I've was i never been a Bowie guy. Yeah, I can't say... I'll tell you my experience with David Bowie. Okay. Aside from, you know, like the hits, right? Um, most of it my opinions of him came after watching i had a david gilmore live at the royal albert hall uh dvd and one of the special guests they had was david bowie they had um david crosby and graham nash at one point or not graham nash um steven St- no steven graham Sills? nash graham yeah, nash i was like it's probably graham yeah it's nash. graham nash uh but david bowie came out and he sang a version of comfortably numb with david gilmore and i just could not be less 
entertain it was just bad it was just like really bad you didn't enjoy it i didn't enjoy it but i think it was that it wasn't necessarily that i didn't go enjoy it it's just i didn't understand david bowie yes and i think this record put everything right into place for me because you had never really experienced it not really like i i had heard parts of it like of course i bought the record at some point this is luke's copy by the way no nope. but i false this is chelsea's copy oh okay i'm sorry my copy is so beat yeah it does not look good. we and that's the thing we have a copy of it we have a couple and and jade my wife bless her was always preaching the gospel of david bowie and i was always like yeah yeah i guess i have to same with get around to it i guess i have to get around to it and then i will say like last night was the first time that like I really listened to this record, like really lit, like intently listened to this album, and it exceeded my expectations. It's my favorite Bowie record. Um, yeah. It's I think it's really really great. I think it's the entrance point everybody should have. Um, on the other note of it too, um, why I think our experiences with Bowie is like weird is as Americans, like did Bowie broke in like the late in the later part of the seventies, not the earlier part of the seventies. Like yeah. this was the rise up. Like yeah, it was big, but like we weren't like glam. You know what I yeah. mean? Like Bowie is cool, but like fame is a number one hit. Like Starman's big, it's a big, but you know what I mean? It's yeah, not I know like what you're saying though. I feel like it just didn't have like the impact. And then like by the time you get to the eighties, it's like China Girl, Let's Dance. Yeah, right. Uh Labyrinth. It's like big, giant, huge movies. And then like yeah. um fame is after this and that's the, his first number mm-hmm. one. I think I just said that, but it's yeah. you know what I mean? So I feel like we get a little bit of two where like we think David Bowie is more of an eighties artist sometimes. That I for sure make that association. Right. Yeah, so a hundred percent. And maybe that's why we stayed clear because I'm not a big eighties guy. And then even so, like, even to like fame like, mm. is a funk tune. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like a, another, and then you know some of his other stuff. But this is is what I would say his most rocking album. Um, maybe his most focused album altogether. Um, I mean, it's 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 to, in my opinion, it's it's like okay, sure, it's glam, but to me, this is this is a prog rock album as far as I'm concerned, man. This is a prog rock album because there's ebbs and flows and highs and lows there's orchestrations there's there's like a loose all, story there's yeah there's it's kind of got this concept album idea that he's this sort of space alien you know kind of thing it, it constructs the character of ziggy stardust you know yeah. what i mean it's the introduction of this sort of alter ego ziggy stardust so i think yeah it's the mo- it's the it's it's a, such a well flushed out idea like the whole concept of it is just it's like, so easy yes. to buy into right right because like it's a character it's great yeah. Um, and this is also Bowie's, like, I think Bowie's first great album, too. Like, he had great albums after this. Like, yeah. you have, like, the Berlin period and all that where, like, he makes, like, different kinds of music. But, like, this is his first, like, solid, like, I see this as an artistic vision and yeah. I'm Ziggy Stardust. And, right, like, right. It, it gets all that together. Um, also, like we said, it's, like, proggy in the nature of the storyline and that, but separately all these songs are like pretty great pop songs five years of the little proggy the album opener but like starman classic hit yeah. uh soul love you know amazing um did, did you have it like when you listen to starman i don't know about you but like the fir- like i mean i dewey cox every time yeah, every i think because i love i love do we love the dewey cox movie in these yeah. households um and Every time I think of it, it's just There's like... There's a star man waiting in the sky. <laughs> it's just so funny. Right. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, I mean, the the, the the whole thing of it, and there's like some really good live footage. I'll try to pepper in uh, links to uh, some of the live... Uh, some of the live stuff, but... Um, it's just even it translated well in in a live setting too, which I thought was pretty cool. Not that there's a bunch of live uh, songs. I think Starman I saw it live, uh, Moon Age Daydream. He did like a live concert that came out, um, I think, in the early '80s. But um, it there was one that's footage from '73. Yeah, it's I think it's like it's a, the, the a last full video. It's the last. He, there's a full movie of the Ziggy Stardust like mm. tour and concert or whatever. But um, I think it was released in like the later or early 80s. Yeah. And it's like what's so cool about that live stuff, too, is that, man, Mick Ronson, just a monster guitar player. It's like I was talking to you before we started. It's like Brian May meets Jimmy Page because he does those that like major scaly stuff that Brian May would do. But he's using the Les Paul through like the Marshall stack. So it's like Jimmy Page's tone playing Brian May. It's not that really it. It. 
some sometimes I think in the album it has that like midzy like on the nose tone, right? Like it just sits right here, um, but it's so good. And Trevor Boulder too on bass guitar. There were moments when I was watching that live stuff, man, where like his bass guitar was playing, and I was just like, this guy's like Geezer Butler. Like he he's doing like a Geezer Butler style way of bass playing. He's like thumping his way through it. He's like thumping. He's like yeah. He's like blue scale style thumping his way through it. But he does the movements and all of that stuff that the songs ask for too, like to be a contributor on the bass. But when there's parts where things like open up a little bit and there's kind of room for explorations in a live setting, man, just I mean incredible. And then David Bowie just strumming on an acoustic guitar through the whole thing, like it's really chunking so it out. Yeah, man. And just such an impressive record. It is, and it's um, February '72. This is like probably like the height, the big, like the bigger glam records um, to even yeah. ever be released. Like in Mick Ronson to David Bowie is like the ultimate like glam guitar hero. Like, yeah, it, you know what I mean. You can't get like a better one-two punch in the duo. It's like yeah. um, Iggy and uh, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to think of his name now. Uh, uh, the second guitar player from the Stooges, uh, like tried to like almost emulate what uh, Mick Ronson yeah. and Bowie had, but like it's that it's that Mick Ronson's guitar playing is like the band is so to Mick Ronson. Like Bowie's yeah. records don't sound like this later, because yeah. it's like it's the band. It's that whole vibe of it. Like later on, he would still make rock music, but it's not. Yeah. It's never in this kind of style again. Um. I also want to shout out like the wonderful um, saxophone playing that David Bowie plays on Soul Love, oh, which is really cool. I did not realize that that was David Bowie playing that. That's right. It's right here. Yeah, David Bowie plays the saxophone no on that, shit. which is really cool. Um, it also shows that like he's just a different artist. Like he was yeah. a different artist. Like you know what I mean? Like, he was gonna morph and change. He's, yeah, you know. But what's so cool about this album too that I found was like, yes, it is. Um, you know, it's futuristic and it's this sort of like post-digital age-ish-y kind of, but it's like 70s futuristic and all that stuff. But at the heart of it, I'm sitting there and I'm watching, I'm, I'm like listening and watching these videos and I'm like, this guy to me seems like a space age alien Elvis. Because like at the heart of all of these songs are the like the classic like blues and rock and roll rhythms yeah so you know what i'm saying like i think there's a song in six eight there's like there's like there's points where it's like shuffly there's points where it's like slidey bluesy guitar-y but there's this like, it's like space few, dust it, there's space dust sprinkled all over it and it cocaine. just makes for such it's okay it's okay not yet that comes later yeah that comes later um the white duke phase oh man yeah cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> But you know what I'm saying, though? It's yeah, like it's, there's a lot of this that's, well, like, really traditional, like, it's blues like, and rock and roll. It's like bringing Chuck your Barry, own personality but, into it. Right. It's like, and that's why Bowie That's what I love Bowie. about it, though. Right. And it's like, like, we're listening, like, right now in our headphones to uh, It Ain't Easy. And, like, what I what really is great about a ton of these songs is they have amazing choruses. And, like, yeah. he's singing. I said this to Mike yesterday about Moon Age Daydream. The chorus to that is, um, put your electric eye on me, babe. Uh put your ray gun to my head, freak out in a moon yeah. age daydream. I said to Mike, I was like, nothing so silly has ever been sung so seriously. And that's like yeah. the other fun part about this record. Yeah. It's like he's singing all these like crazy things about ray guns. And he's like, ray gun to my head. Like yeah, but really, you buy in though. That's yeah, the you thing. buy into it. Like yeah. it really is life or death. And like, like um, the imagery of like staring at the grave and like the you see like someone coming to like gun you down like all yeah. that stuff. It's really cool. Um, and even like um, you know, on uh Ziggy Stardust where like he's like and he crushed his sweetheart, you know, yeah. um, like that stuff where he's like, I I love that. Yeah. It's it's really cool the guitar yeah. riff on that as well. Oh my god, the guitar, the, yeah, the guitar. Listen for guitar heads out there. If you're not listening. To this you are really 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 missing out for me listening to him play guitar uh mick ronson it was like the first time like the way that i experienced it was like the first time i was like oh peter green somebody oh mike bloomfield somebody you know it's that where i'm just like oh this is another dude that was in that time period and of that era who was doing his you know, he's like a guitar. Well, Mick, you know, Mick Ronson's, I would consider him Mick like, Ronson's up there. like the next guitar hero in all those lineups. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Right, you right. had all those guys, and then you had this dude that would come out, and he, like, 
is more like just simplistic in his in his his, his songs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's no like psychedelic jamming on here kind of guitar playing. Yeah, it's just great. You know, effing guitar playing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I was telling you off off uh, off mic before we started that check out the live video. I will. I promise I will link that live video because everybody is pretty clearly under the influence of psychedelic drugs at this concert. And there's one moment where um, Mick Ronson just keeps doing this like and just keeps doing it over and over and over again. And there's a girl clearly in the crowd. Like, make it stop! Make it stop! <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god. But it's... A couple hours later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, definitely um, check that out. But, yes. I also just wanted to shout out happy to... Happy 50 years. Happy 50 years. I want to shout out to Hang On To Yourself. Uh, yes. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about songs. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about some more songs in here. Uh, the single Suffragette City, um, the Wham Bam, Thank You Ma'am line. Like, the he also has, like, this great, like, way of, like, turning phrases into, like... Like, um, uh, he was the Naz with God-given hands. Like, the Naz, what is the Naz? The Naz is, is the a song, a song from the Yardbirds album, The Naz are oh. Blue. The Naz, the band, who got their name from the Naz are Blue. And then the other reference is Bowie's, he was the Naz with God-given hands. Oh. Like, he has these great, like, phrases through this whole album where you're just like, what does that mean? Or, like, um... Like where he's playing guitar, you're hanging with the spiders from Mars, like yeah. that. Sh like where he's just like shouting out the band, the fictional band in the song is playing, like, um, even you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I love rock Clo and roll suicide. I say closing track. Like, How do you like this for a closing? Because I love this as a closing track. Even the the phrase. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like I, the whole Suffragette City. Like I just love the whole idea. The whole album is great. Um, yeah. imagery. It's a, it's a good one to listen to front to back. Oh my god, it's great! Now Wait, that I've heard this full through, I'm like, I this is this is you listen to this like you listen to Dark Side. Yeah, you absolutely. start on track one and you just do the whole thing in one shot. Even the the great ballad that starts off side two, Lady Stardust, you know, yeah, yeah. all night really was paradise. Yeah, man. it's just so so good, man. And, yeah, and just, this is ugh. like it brings like Bowie's great art, Rocky piano early stuff yep. that's on like Hunky Dory, and it just like completely. It's solid, great record. I, you could tell how much we really like it. Um, and two, I also want to note that I was not like a big Bowie fan until like probably like two years ago, because um, you know my girl's a big Bowie yeah. fan, and she was like, "You should listen to it. It's really, really good." Like, I was like, "All right." And we play. I fell in love with it. It was instant. Yeah. Like, I did not know what I was missing. Um, yeah. So that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing plays through great. There's, there's, there's like I've, I mean, I cited Brian May, but there's like Queen style moments. There's the beginning of Moon Age Daydream. He comes in sounding a lot like, um, uh, who's the lead singer for Grand Funk Railroad? Oh, um, I is it Mark Farner? Is it? I think so. But that's what. I'm, but I'm saying, listen, like I'm, I'm playing it right now. Yeah. Like to me, it sounds that's like a, it's like a Grand Funky style intro. Anyway, just little things that I happen to pick up along the way, but um. Yeah, just if, Mike. Mike didn't know what he was missing. I did not. This, this, this. It blew his mind. I could tell it blew his mind because he was like, "Dude, Bowie," and I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "I think this is a classic album." I was like, "Yeah, no yeah, shit, man." It might be a perfect. It might be a perfect. <laughs> it album. is a perfect album. Yeah, it's it clearly is. A, is. Album. Everyone, yeah. a lot of people agree. So there you go. Happy 50th year anniversary to David Bowie. Also, rest in peace to David Bowie. He passed away. What two? Why do you always got to be ago? the bummer? We didn't have to. We didn't I was just gonna that. say a rest in peace. Just a we you know our condolences to the Bowie estate. <laughs> Bowie lives on in our hearts. He does indeed, yes. Well, you can't die if you're... Uh, you can't you, die when you're jiving with them spiders from yeah, Mars, man, bro. Yeah, the spiders from Mars. That's, he just went back to Mars. Um, so, again, let's take a quick break <laughs> before we'll this gets get to, too far off the rails. We will be right back. All right, everyone, welcome back. To Get in the Garage, we're the music podcast. For music lovers. I got it right this time, guys. Yes, sir. Um, so, we're going to kick off the second half with what we've kind of been doing a lot lately, which is uh, we're going to review two recent albums, uh, probably within the last two, three weeks. Yeah, these came out, like, um, I think each, like, two weeks ago from now, and when this episode comes out, it's probably going to be, like, three, three weeks. weeks yeah. Um, But, like, it's still, I mean, very new music, and we have a release from a brand-new artist. So um, it's going to be very exciting. And yeah. um, these are artists that I, or the first artist we're going to talk about, I was aware of. Um, on some level, I guess, but did not really ever get on the radar. So um, yeah. I got on the radar now. I listened to this record. And, Michael, what are we going to be talking about right now? Yeah, so Angel Olsen is the name of the artist. Uh, the name of the album is Big Time. 
It is her sixth, sixth, sixth. They actually sixth. I think they say sixth in uh, in like the UK. They don't say sixth. They say sixth. Well, anyway, take them to the hospital. Uh, sixth <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, studio album, clocking in at 46, 48 minutes and thirty eight seconds. I'm sorry. Released June 3rd, 2022. It is the album Big Time. On Jag Jaguar Records. On Jag Jaguar, Jag Jaguar Records. And I have to say that this is another album. I It was a good week for music listening for me. Me too. Because I feel like every album I listened to, I really, really enjoyed. This one initially, I was a little apprehensive. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I did not want to listen to this album again um we've been like we're trying to bring you new music um and stuff we want to listen to um and this is breaking me and mike down and making us i feel like more i mean better better i feel like i have better ears than i did last year and um for sure and all this new music but definitely this is something i was like not attuned to this is a record i wouldn't have like sought out on my own right i feel like unless unless we were doing this podcast well yeah i would i wouldn't i wouldn't have you know and I wouldn't have gone out of my way to try to listen to this. Now record. that I've listened to it, I've been talking about it nonstop. I can't yeah, stop album. telling people about it. Yeah. I'm like this. Al- I listen to this really cool album. Um, it is accompanied with a half hour movie, which is on YouTube. Yes, definitely um, worth a watch as well. I'll try to link that. Yep. Um. Yeah, we'll be able to link it. It's, it's yep. going to be a big time. Is the name of it. Um, the same name as the album. So I checked that out. Um, and it accompanied. Uh, well, I listened to the record first. Yeah, and I was like, okay, it's cool. It kind of gave me like the Wilco vibes that we had um, talked about a couple weeks ago or last week, um, and that was good. Yeah. Um, but it kind of it's um on the surface a country uh, alt country affair. Yeah. Um, very like mellow and laid back. Um, I listened to it two times before i watched the movie and then i listened to it like five more times after that yeah after i watched the movie um the first two the first time i listened to it i dug the it was alt country-ish and had like a little taste of this a little taste of that yeah um and i was kind of just picking up on that and then you know more in on the second listen um i got more into like how she was singing um i'm wearing a mazzy star shirt i think she kind of has like a little bit of like a stylized voice in yeah. that. Not that the songs are similar on any nature. No, no, um, no. But, but the like, tone, the tone out. She has that like really warm like alto. Maybe mixed voice. with like a Zoe Deschanel. Um, and she's yeah. been making records like in the same time period as like that. But like, um, I'm just in the same kind of like you know a reference point if you yeah. reference those two people. Um, but the the content of the song. So the album is about. Um, what was going on in her life. So yeah. she came out um, as, um, I think, queer, I want to say. Um, if I'm representing yeah. that wrong, I apologize. Yeah. Um, but she came out as queer to her parents who were um, elderly. She was adopted. They adopted her after they had retired, so at an old age themselves. Yep. Um, and they passed away, like, I think five months after she um, came out to them. Yeah, I think it was her father passed away, and then... Her like mother. within a year, her mother passed away. Yeah, right. And the movie does highlight that as well. Yes, it does. Um, and it deals with the nature of of that, and then mm-hmm. also the nature of her first like serious um queer relationship. Yeah, where um you know she had like a breakup and like had never dealt with that in those contexts before. Yeah. And um, if you are listening to this album on the surface, um, I'm gonna say almost maybe none of that kind of comes. Uh, some of that comes through. But it's yeah. it's not like if overt. You're, it's, right. it's not overt at all in those natures. Yeah. Like, but the movie gives context, and with that context, it gives this whole other sort of like dynamic to it the actual like I, album itself. I watched the movie, and then I listened to the album. I think it's like I listened to it a couple times, and I liked it. And then I watched the movie, and I listened to it again, it. and I loved it. That's how I felt. Yeah. I. I I liked the album. I watched the accompanying movie, which I think is only three songs from the album. Um, uh, yeah, I think it so. was three either or three four. or four. Yeah. I think it might be four, but it's no more than four if it is four. Um, but the movies <laughs> ad, it was like I was when I listened to the album the first time. I was kind of searching for some kind of context in it because this was a new artist for me, yeah. and then that's why this movie is so great to accompany this album because yeah. as like a new person, I get and this is like a new identity for her. 
in the yeah. in the public light in her personal life. She was saying that story that you had sent me from that interview. Yeah, she told me. Or she told me. She told. <laughs> she told the interviewer. I apologize. Uh, well, I felt like she was speaking to me. Uh, that um, so when her mother passed away, she basically came out to her entire family at her mother's funeral. Yeah. Which is like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And, for, and I if think, we can, we're going to link that article too. So you yeah, can read so that. It was a great accompanying yeah, piece. Yeah, it's a great. And if I, if I apologize if I'm misremembering, um, but it didn't seem like it was a bad experience. But it was But like, it was very much was just like you had that like, one uncle that was like, I work with a gay dude. Like, there was something like that. It was, it's, she said, um, I believe the universe, the universe. Of- for, uh, forced her hand in the matter, kind yeah. of, because she like came out to her mom, and then like it, you know what I mean, and yeah. then it came to the public, and then the album, and then right, all, you right. know what I mean. But I just, I, yeah, man, I absolutely love this album after watching that. Me, it just gave so much context and so much like. Me too. Um, I was starting uh, to dig, um, you know, some of the songs surface level. Um, big time is just like the, uh, you know, the, yeah. um, title track of the record. The second song is is a really great like sweet love song it's uh good morning kisses i'm giving you all mine uh open the curtains uh letting the sunshine is like the opening uh words yeah close to it if that's not exactly it but um it's like the sweetness of it like because like <laughs> being vulnerable and like doing a breakup song kind of thing is one thing but be sh- showing your tenderness for somebody else in yeah. like this light um is is really nice to like hear yeah. like um this it's a, kind it's of very sincere album yeah it is very sincere yeah. and it's not like a, um it doesn't feel like hurtful towards anybody it just feels like you know what i mean like yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. none of that like um like you did me wrong kind of thing really yeah. it's more of like just like a sweet understanding of people and yeah. the situations that happened to yeah. her yeah, yeah, right. It's because it's it's because it I doesn't think feel judgmental. It's like she experienced uh, like love and loss at the same time. Yes. So that's such an incredible sort of in so many different ways human thing. It's in right in a couple different ways of each thing. Right. But it's like you know what like like a a a new love is such a like a joyful experience, but then to have that sort of like dynamic and not telling your parents yet and then your father dies and then you're like oh, i have to tell my mother and then like you know her mother dies and it's just like and then like i don't you know, know if i think it was her mom that would like you know say like the love you big time thing and like or yeah. and then like or was that either her and her partner and like like yeah, the yeah, yeah, the yeah. chorus of the song is like uh love you big time i'm loving you more and it's like that like you know affirmation like when you're getting off the phone with somebody and it's like you know, she said in the movie how, like, that can, like, annoy you. But, yeah. like, when you don't have, you know what I mean? It's, like, that's the, that's the shit that gets yeah, you. Yeah, I think it was that, like, she said that her her mother would always, it was something like saying, saying, love you more. Yeah. Her mom wouldn't hang up the phone until she got her to say love you more. And, like, putting that in the movie and giving it context to the thing, it's really putting yourself out there in a big way. Like, mm-hmm. and the songwriting on here, it's... Every I would say if this album is anything, it's it's subtle. Um, it creeps yeah. into you. Um, I really love this album now that I've listened to it. Like, yeah, the for, I'll say this: if 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 I had a criticism, and we're nitpicking here because that's yeah. just what we do. If I had a criticism uh, in the very beginning of when I started listening to this, I was kind of like, well, kind of all you know, you go in with a critical thing, and you're like, well, all the songs kind of blend together and all that. But then it's like. Once you get the context and you understand the music and you understand the person and all of that, I was like, no, I I was just listening to this album wrong. Exactly. I was just listening to this album wrong. Once I knew how to listen to this album with all of the context, that's when it like clicked. And I was like, well, that was a wrong that was a wrong criticism. You know what I mean? That's exactly how I felt. Like yeah. I long drawn out said that, but that's how it, I felt exactly. Like yeah, because I remember when we when we were like right around first listen time, you and I. It was a couple days ago, a couple nights ago. Yeah. We were talking about it for a hot second, and even you were like, I don't know, I'm unsure in terms of like how we feel. And we're living proof. Two days later, it's like yeah. I fucking love this album. It's excuse my language, but that's I I love this album so much. Me too, and I found like the songs like. All the flowers um, is one. It's one of the softest songs in the record. It's like an acoustic, like um, yeah. ballad, um, and like songs like that 
are just the <laughs> I love her singing, her voice, the phrasing. Um, this has like an old school like Elvis ballad love yeah. thing, like Righteous Brothers feel, but it's like soft and tender folk. Yeah. Um, but she like gets up there and like um yeah, and she's like talking about like how, you know, she wants to find someone that like loves her and like yeah. it's that You know what it is? There's that sort of like we've talked about it before with certain types of songs or songs, albums, etc. Um there's like an unfulfilled longing, but there's like this this sweetness about it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this it's I feel like I the more you put yourself into your art and the more it reflects who you truly are and it's more of the truth, the more it shines through. And like where this acoustic ballad might like really flop for somebody else, she's putting so much of herself yeah. uh, personality wise in the whole record. It like it comes through and like it really works well yeah. with the other songs. And it, I think the album works well, too, because it works well on two places. Like you can put this record on and have it sort of be kind of like. I don't want to say background music, but you know what I'm trying to say. Because it's nothing. If, it's nothing. It, this nothing, record will play in a coffee house, and you'll you won't. Yeah, you'll sleep on it. You won't even know. You know what I mean. So that's why. That's where it's like it connects on two levels. It's, you can play this. That's as a why background it's music. subtle. Yeah, it's the greatness it's sneaky, of it is sneaky, it's sneaky. sneaky. It's subtle. Yeah, because you'll listen to it, and then you're like, Wait a you, minute, what is she saying? Right. Like I had times where like I was listening to her in headphones, and like my girls walking by, and like when she's singing, like this song is on, and you're like looking, and it's just like so beautiful and cinematic like what you're just looking at in your life right it's, you're right. like wow and but like, that's, that's where it sneaks up yeah. on you very subtly yeah yeah you know um, you're right you're right because it definitely has that like i think i said about the doors before when i listen to the doors it's almost kind of like a doors lens goes in front of my eyes yes this is the same thing where you kind of you just kind of like you can listen to this music on like a drive and you're kind of like just appreciate like you know what i mean it just makes you appreciate the whole melodrama of life and like everything we go through and all your life experience you know it's one of those right exactly no that's yeah. a, very well said it's but got, you can it's drink a flat white wife. at a cafe listening to it too and it's and you're just like oh this is a nice song yeah you know you can do both to the other point of like the structure of the songs as well i said it has like an alt country tinge to like the whole thing it, it's kind of like um a crooner doing alt country um yeah. and it also has this vibe on top of all of that of like cinematic classic hollywood string mm. but it's not goopy strings it's like beautiful like like well placed it feels cinematic it moves the music in yeah. like a cinematic kind of way where you feel it moving emotionally right and the music is driving emotionally where maybe her voice is like softer and then like the strings are going up and yeah like yeah, and then yeah. she'll All these like thematic yes and she like builds cinematic elements the a lot of the songs build on the record as well um yeah. right yes. now is yeah is the is the one that's what i just wanted to hear the beginning of yeah. it uh right now is the one uh it builds really softly and then at the end of it it like it builds almost yeah. into, like this pink floyd like yeah, psychedelic thing. Yeah, um, that's another great thing about this record too. Is a lot of like psychedelic um, uh, elements that are like yeah. toned down, but like it's psychedelic in the way that like Alice in Wonderland is psychedelic, but you can play it for kids. It's like that kind of, mm. it's got that kind of nature to yeah. it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And even the movie it's that like comp- psych, psych light. <laughs> yes, even the movie that accompany uh, accompanies the album is very uh, psychedelic in. It's kind of oh yeah. There's itself. like time travel kind of elements to it. There's this kind of she see she's there's a point Even where she sees herself. The garden. Yeah, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the light, the magic lighting box. You know, right. like the whole thing. So and it just has a lot of that cinematic nature to it. I also wanted to shout out uh, through the fires, which is um, featured in the video um, mm-hmm. as being a, a standout track. Um, it just floored me the way the melody uh, rolled with the with the music. Mm. Um, it was super interesting, very emotional, and I feel like it's the one-two punch with the album closer, um, "Chasing the Sun," which is another. Oh yeah, like through he's yeah he's playing through the fire right now, and it's just the way it starts off and builds and just like, um, you know, the melody is one of my favorites on the whole record. It's yeah. beautiful. Um, and it molds into uh, Chasing the Sun, which is a piano ballad that, like, cuts deep. It has those strings I was referencing earlier. 
um, but that's placed th- very well. It reminds me of the last track on the Snail Mail record that we reviewed okay. last fall, um, Snail Mail's Valentine. Yeah. Um, it, 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 that record is a more pop punk version of yeah. this. Um, and like this record is like the mature, like, so it's just very mature. Yeah. It's very, I'll like, tell you what, man, I enjoyed, a sp- I love, I really enjoyed bouncing back and forth between this and the Ziggy Stardust album. I felt like those two, cause it's, cause, cause they're both albums that like, when you listen to it in full, they both have that last track quality, which is just like. You can picture like the curtains closing after the last song plays. Mm-hmm. Like it's got that thing about it. There's like because there's all these sorts of thematic, like we said, you know. Um, but yeah, I I I loved a being this and David Bowie because it was just so like oh my god, like <laughs> different things, you know. But yeah, they paired very. It's like you know, like what kind of wine are you drinking with my your other steak or whatever, you know? Favorite thing before we kind of wrap this up about this record was it was hard for me to pin her down mm. to a you're you're doing this kind of thing because i wanted to i wanted yeah. to be like you're a, this kind of artist that kind of artist um clearly um like her other records um have a different kind of sound different kind of feel and she keeps like evolving into this thing um this record feels so truthful it feels really subtly beautiful um, I think it's and I think it's a very high to use your term a very high like watermark right is that the right word yeah. of just alt country in general because you have people doing it like we talked uh, Orville Peck is somebody who like might fall into this kind of a thing yeah you know what I mean where it's kind of like even e- Wilco like, is the alt country you know sure. yeah right right so but like this is like it is it's it's got the tinges of that it's got the pedal steel and a lot of the stuff right right but it also like it just goes for like maybe like a country tinged vocal you know right. what i mean or the right. way you know and yeah and it has like a lot to do with crooning more mm-hmm. than it does like singing a country song mm-hmm. um so it it's got a lot of elements working for yeah. it so definitely I, worth a listen give it a listen angel olsen big time what's the rating mike what are you giving it i mean I'm like high eights, low nines. I'm at eight. I'm a solid eight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a solid eight. Yeah. I was going to say eight, like eight and a half, maybe 8.5. I'm a solid eight because I think all the songs in here are really well uh, well written um, and really well done. It's just for me, you know, some of the stuff like um, if I'm, this is my like nitpick at the sure, end here. Yeah. Um, is it uh, Ghost On? Like, Ghost On has, like, this kind of longer section at the end that, like, it doesn't have a vocal. And for me, I'm not as, like, interested because, like, I feel yeah. like the vocal is the strong point in the album yeah. um, all the way through. So, like, things like that. Yeah, like a cool sax solo or a cool guitar solo would have been would have been cool there. Something like that. Um, You know, I did, like, um, Go Home and uh, This Is How It Works. Um, But, like, you know, sometimes, yeah. like, those got, like, a little more blended um, the standout tracks definitely on this record are big time. Um, right now, uh, all the flowers, through the fires, and chasing the sun. I feel like yeah. those songs are ridiculously strong. Um, yeah. The rest of the record flows beautifully all the way through. Yeah. Um, it's solid eight. Solid eight. Cool. Eight point five. So there, we, there you have it. You're getting the garage review. Yes. Um, I, and, you know, if you are unfamiliar with this artist, I just start here with this album. See if you see if this is like you yeah. dig it. Give it a, give it a chance. Um, give it a couple of listens, man. Give it a couple of listens. It's a slow burner. But when it gets you, it gets you. Yeah, it's it's sweet. It's yeah. a, it's a sweet record. Yeah. Very sweet. Right on. So let's talk about something noisy, dude. Yes. Let's get let's get noisy. Let's get a little uh, let's get a little, get a little rowdy here. So um Luke, why don't you tell us? Yeah, this is a brand new band. Uh, we're going to be talking about Horse Girl. Um, they are from Chicago. They are uh, vocalist guitarist Penelope Lowenstein, um, Nor- who, yeah, and Nora Chang, both 18, and drummer Gigi Rice, who is 19 years old. Um, they are three-piece. They just released their brand new album. For, I think, debut. Yes. This is debut album. Which has a long name. Versions of modern performance. Um, and it is all, talk about all killer no filler. Yes, this is a great record. Three minutes long. That's like thirty-three minutes long uh, on Matador Records. Uh, oh. So check out that. Yeah. Um, I did and not know that. yeah, Mike is right. It's this is a compact little record. Yeah. Um, a beautiful first release. Um, yeah. from a young band 
out of Chicago. Yep. I fell in love with this record instantly. Um, first of all, let's talk about the name for a second before we really get in there. Horse Girl. Um, I don't know what the reference means, but to me, you <laughs> pictured the girl in your class that you went to school with that was drawing horses all day, uh, the, uh, the running uh, around like a horse in the playground. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, the equestrian. Like, a girl who, like... Because, you know, horse people... You have horse people. Yeah, and there's, like, a, that girl that might be, like, into horses that, like, yeah. goes to, like, the horse... And you're just like, oh, that's the that girl's into horses. Horse, yeah, you know. horse girl. So that's what it brings Maybe. to my head, which is, like, I don't know why. Great band name. I love it. Um, these uh, girls play what I would say is Sonic Youth... Um, children of the Nirvana Revolution. Sure. Um, it's noisy. Um, it's youthful. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot to do with Sonic Youth. Yeah, the, I think I th- I saw a thing that was talking about how uh, Sonic Youth and television. Oh yeah, they named like television as like a reference as that a, they, as a, they yeah, like as a, as a band. Yeah. Um, not that I'm I'm not, I'm I'm not familiar with television, but television. Um, I, I would assume it's already. You know, but like it's for me, it's the buzzing of the Daydream Nation era Sonic Youth guitars, like done yeah. in a new indie rock style, um, where like these guys are like taking even that like they have like the Kim Gordon kind of like mm. singing too. Yeah. But um, what's great is they sing um, they sing double tracked like on each other. So like they sing the same vocal line. They are yeah. not really harmonizing. Um, and it's almost hard to realize that two people are even singing at the same time until yeah. they break, and then one of them will sing another line, and while one of them will maybe keep singing the same line that's going on. Yep. Um, the album opener, Anti Glory, um, does this great. Um, it also kind of has that like Sleater Kinney kind of style thing in there, mm. and it's got that great like middle uh, section where they're like dance, dance, because yeah. like the song is like a garage rock, like you know, indie anthem. And in the middle of it, they're, like, telling you to dance, and it's just the sludgiest guitars you've yeah. ever heard. Um, the chorus is great, too. Um, the chorus is, like, mu- it, like all the singing is kind of, like, mumbly a little bit, right? It's uh, – I would categorize it as their altos, clearly, so they have a, real, a lower register voice. But it's a whole lot of, like, talking on pitch. And they're, like, double-tracked in what yeah. they're doing. But it's um, cool. It's so it's like it the fits lyrics so nicely. Too, um, completely opposite from the last record, where they're very like ambiguous of what's going on. Where the last record was like, "I love you," like open the windows. Oh, um, so is this not their debut, or was that just that like an EP? Oh, I think it was the singles from the record. In, oh, okay, okay. Oh, but no, and then the EP on uh, Spotify. But um, this is their first full length release, anyway. Yep. But um, the what was I? What were we just getting into? Uh, you got me off track. Oh, where the last oh, lyrics were like very like to the like what they were like mm-hmm. very like kind of forward facing and like you know uh, looking at the past and the present in a yeah. kind of way. These lyrics are very fun and ambiguous. Where like I think these uh, you know people aren't really as willing to let themselves um, on on the song as much. Yeah. But like the vibe that they're giving off in the noisy guitars and like the softness, this quiet loud pixies thing, Nirvana thing yeah. is like, gives it like texture to maybe like what they're singing about anyway. Like the uh, chorus to like, um, anti glory is like, I'm um, talking about like the town, like to the front and the back where it's fun and the town and mm. the, the, you know, all that stuff. And you're like, what is going on? It's kind of like sing songy. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's great. I mean, it's just like an anthem of like, what is this? But it's like very spirited and yeah. you like, you know, it feels rebellious and you don't know why. Yeah, I really like, um, I just appreciate them as a band because they're younger people and they wanted to like get involved in the music scene, but they're younger so they couldn't play in bars. Uh, so it's like that kind of like, if you build it, they will come. And they basically did, man. Like they kind of like help curate this music scene for like 18 19 and 20 year olds like bands that can't play in bars yet you know so they, house shows yeah so they're like that's how like another band that um i like twin peaks out of chicago oh, also right. started when they were young about yeah. the same age about 10 years before earlier yeah. which right. is you know yeah it was reminiscent like right reading the story of it was very reminiscent of like when we were younger and we actually used to have a scene around here it was like the younger people whose bands couldn't play in bars 
So that's, you know, you'd go to a show and you'd see just kind of like a little bit of everything. And, you know, the thing but is, it was about, mostly like punk, hardcore, metalcore. That was kind of what was in. The thing about this record, though, is it's really, really good. It yeah. takes like all the elements of those bands we were saying and kind of puts it into this like um, quick bubblegum, like yeah. great, like the, the songs come at you fast. The Sonic Youth um, influence definitely comes in on um, Live the Ski, the third song in the album, mm-hmm. where it's a uh noise uh guitar noise piece um and it it does those is this is this live the ski i'm sorry it's bog bog one is the oh yes is the name of the first uh noise guitar noise track on the record so sorry about that but um yeah this is where the sonic youth um comes in strong because it it has noise pieces guitar noise pieces so you're taking an indie band that does like verse chorus kind of things with droney guitars anyway. And then they're adding the element of uh, noise tracks on top of it. Um, but the great thing about this is like I said, like, Oh, Sonic youth noise. It turns a lot of people off. These yeah. noise tracks are more of like they're textures. Sort of, they're that like build, instrumental interludes that build into the next song. And yeah. then they don't go on for five minutes a piece or like four minutes. A right. Piece, that's like a Sonic I, youth piece. Mike. That's what I liked about this. When it was like, Oh, you're giving me some noise. You're giving me some psych elements. You're giving me some experimentation, but all killer, no filler. Don't drag it on for four minutes. Yeah. We don't like need the, to hear a Moog solo for three minutes. The, I mean, the people first, already did it. You know, you, we don't need that again. Right. The first guitar track is only uh, a minute and 51 seconds long. So it's like a, just yeah, a bog, nice bog one. texture piece until it goes into the next next song. But I mean the longest song on this album is 3 minutes and 48 seconds long. That's the longest song. Right. You know what I mean? Half of them are around the two and a half minute mark. You got a couple that are around the three minute mark, 333. That's pretty much it, but you um, know, it's just such an accessible record. That's what I like about it. It's just it's easy to listen to and it is effective and it fucking rocks. Too. It's a great guitar great, record. Yeah, great guitar record. Um, the the droney guitars has like everything great about like obviously we said it already. Yeah. Um, but it's got even like like dinosaur juniory. Sure. Yeah. It's just like it's droney. All of the riffs are pretty droney. Yeah, because the um, and the way the vocals have, are delivered makes it more true. Like, yeah, like sing songy and like yeah. it. Yeah, like um, what's the name of the song that's playing right now? The song's kind of got like uh, silly dirt bag names. Transformation. Yeah, dirtbag transformation. Still dirty. Still dirty. Um, this is, has like that sing songy chorus. Um, and even on this song too, where I was like saying like the lyrics aren't really as uh, a facing. This is a lyric I wanted to bring up. Um, like the stickler or stigler sticks his nose into his spine. Like mm. it's kind of si- talking about maybe like a sensitive, tender moment. Um. And like she wants a TV on tonight, tonight, like yeah. all that. It like is giving you a vibe of like a room and like a bed and like somebody's there with somebody else, but yeah. it's not specifically saying what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's like a lot of like how a lot of the songwriting is on yeah. here. And I really like that because it kind of lets you instead of being so like this is this and that might be that, it lets you really Open like for interpretation. Yes, it really lets you put like a spin on whatever you want it to be about, yeah. which is a lot of fun. Um, with like a record, there's all records. I think that we have that we do that with that we oh, feel yeah. are like more apt to like put your own thing on and you know that's like your own personal thing but this yeah. record's really open to that because the lyrics are you know more in that vague style um I want to shout out um homage to uh homage to bird binoculars hmm. um a tune on here that I really really love um where like the main lyric is uh I think this is the name of the song yep um is uh step into my step into my wormhole um (laughs) and i really like that it's got like a little verse the guitar riff is gorgeous they're soaked in like reverb it sounds like either reverb or some sort of delay yeah it's it's just just, all all the riffs are like really cool um they have that like great like beginner but like playing for a couple years guitar sound which is like i love so much because it's like it's just so expressive in what you're doing and yeah. it's, you know, in the pop nature of how they wrote the songs mixed with the overtly like art rock drone guitars that are playing is the is the um, yin yang of the album. That's why it works. So it's yeah. like you're taking all like the great noisy elements and you're mixing it in like a Beatles three minute kind of song. Yeah. So Everything's great. Everything's pocketed in there. It, this is a, there, a wonderful indie release. I'm trying to find the song. There's one song that's kind of Ramonesy. 
that does like the dan 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 oh is it i can't i can't remember i did i should have written it down i'm a doofus is it the world of pots and pans yeah oh it may be i think so but this is yeah this one even has a great like um Ramonesy kind of thing in in the um in the beginning, you know what I mean? It, the yeah. whole thing is like this isn't the one though. It's I can't it's born out of that as well. It's got um even like the yeah, just, it's got this punky kind of like thing attitude about it too, you know. But it's subtle. Yeah, but it's there. And it's also got like the um because like this one's like like Emma or, like singing about Emma was her friend and you know you might have lost that person. And then the last song is like Billy is like who's Billy and it like describes like you know, like the whole thing. And it's just like a vibey song about like a dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's got like that kind of thing. You're like, Oh, and Billy, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's <laughs> oh, got that Billy. Yeah. And it's like a yeah. vibey song about it. And like, everything's kind of like, you know, a yeah. good drony vibe, but yeah. like also great pop verses and choruses. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, so overall, so what do you, what do you score it then? I think this record, is a really good record Um, yeah. in the genre. It is, um, it's as a guitar record. I don't know if I'm going to like a guitar record as much as I like this record this yeah. year. Um, I've listened to it a ton of times already. Um, I'm a solid, give it what I gave the last record an eight. I yeah. think this band has room to grow and write better songs and make like perfect records, but yeah. this is like an eight. It's so good. It's so yeah. catchy. It's never, it's no, none of the songs stay around longer than they should. Yeah. Um, if you love the guitar, if you love noisy guitars, if you love, you know, mm -hmm any of that kind of stuff yeah check check it out stooges that you know and yeah. anything like that this is i'll meet you there i'll meet you there i'll say eight too i think it's just super effective i'm a debut album guy most of the time debut albums are like my favorite albums when it comes to bands um and, the, and this is one where i feel like and you saying that too now the debut album thing is like this is like a sound from like uh you know a female band that like i think we really haven't heard before yeah. Which is what makes it so interesting. Yeah. Um, it's just like it's you know and it's like the these are the, the you know, the Kim Gor the children of Kim Gordon. It's like yeah. it's got like riot girl, but it's not riot girl at all. Yeah. Because it's not you know what I mean? It's not a facing that way. You know what the thing is too that I was thinking about and I was like, Oh yeah, that too. They're a power trio, man. Yes, yeah, so you gotta feel the noise. Power trio. Also, we didn't really say too, sometimes they're playing a bass, sometimes a baritone. Oh yeah, oh what's a that baritone called? Guitar? It's the one Jack Bruce used to play it every once in a while too. It's, it's like a, that Fender. It's a, the Fender baritone. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I can't it's, remember. I think it's, it's like got a Jag style name. baritone guitar. Yeah. Um. So like, it's got like a lot of that too. Like the low end might be like a little bit more hazy because of that. Yeah. Um. I just really love this. Record. But I I love the bass playing that's all over this, whether it's bass playing or it's on that thing. Because right. because even the the um, is it. Is it anti glory? The bow now, bow now, 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 Like you can hear the bass, boom, 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 yeah, thumping, boom, boom, like thumping. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, I would. And it's thirty-three minutes long too. It's 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 totally just digestible and an easy album to to just kind of like throw on and be like, it's thirty-three minutes. You're not in for an hour and a half long prog metal album. You know what I mean? It's thirty-three minutes. If you like Nirvana, if you love Nirvana's first record. This has like a lot to do with yeah. that as well, right? Yeah. Um, that was another one I didn't really shout out, but yeah, Nirvana's first record Bleach. sounds, you know, it's yeah. got like, you know, this is like the, the uh, the cousin of that. It's yeah. I I love this record. Yeah. Can't recommend it enough. That's Horse Girls versions of Modern Performance. Um, it is out now on Metador Records. Yeah, and listening to it, I will say, going back and forth between Big Time and Bowie, this is like the perfect palate cleanser perfect palate cleanser because it's just kind of like something completely different it's modern it's new. modern it's new it feels new it, it feels exciting it feels like it's got that special thing in the air yes, about it if, you if know what i mean they feel special yeah they, they feel special, feel special. Yeah. they're giving you like uh like you said the debut they're giving you the version of yourself like you've never seen this before this is yeah. like a new thing yeah um so and it's versions of modern performance i mean what a great album uh, you know yeah and like we were saying we were having a hard time like naming the songs on this record because they're all like Bog Bog One, Dirtbag Transformation, The Fall of Horse Girl, which is a great song. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, uh, the Guitar is Dead 3, World <laughs> of Pots and Pans, <laughs> Homage to Birdnoculars. My favorite one, Electrolocation. <laughs> <laughs> Electrolocation 2. 2, yeah. Where, what, where's 1? Who knows? 
So is that one of the noise songs? Even? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's the minute and it's like a minute and fifty seven seconds long. Yeah. Um, um, please, but yeah, it just please it, check out this it record. It plays through so great too. It's it's that's you know I mean this album is cool because it has a couple songs that I guess you know you you would consider like singles type songs, but. Just like the other two albums I listened to this week, man, I listen to this thing straight through every time I listen to it because it was just like it just plays. It's just so nice to listen to. It's such a such also a to know so. when I put this on for the first time, I loved it instantly. Mm-hmm. I did not have to think about whether I like this or not. Um, so this yeah, because they get instant you, love from they me. get you on track one. That's yeah. the, that's it. It's got great album opener. Yes. Great, great album opener. Sets the tone, sets the mood, and all that stuff. You trust them, so then you go the rest of the way with them. Uh, well said. You know can't, what I'm can't say better myself. So there you have it. Uh, versions of Modern Performance from the band Horse Girl. Uh, real quick, don't forget to like and subscribe and comment and all that stuff. Awaken the primordial ag- algorithm. Tell your friends. As we ask you to do. Share, too. We've gotten some shares. We've gotten some 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 uh, some cool comments and stuff, too, here and there. So, yeah, if you, you know, if we you, appreciate it, guys. If you watch the show, you have something to say. We will, like, we respond from the comments on YouTube. Yeah. Um, ask for a shout. We'll shout you out. Yeah, if you ask for a shout out, we'll definitely shout, we'll shout you, you out. out. We read all of those. Um, if you watch the show and you liked it, you think what we're doing is cool, please share it to your friends and yeah. tell them about it. Um, that's all we really want you to do. So, yeah. Until next time. I've been Luke. I've been Mike. And this has been Get in the Garage, the music podcast. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.